Okay, we're in the middle, uh, I'm sorry, at the end of Perek Dalid, where we spoke about the three uh, reasons why a person would, would be motivated, how to motivate himself. The number one reason is because he himself wants to reach greatness. He's not in competition with anybody. He's only in competition with himself. The second reason is because is life is a rat race. And if you're willing to uh, push yourself higher than someone in this world, could you only imagine in the real world how much you're gonna to wanna to be higher than somebody? And the third level we said was consequences, is that everything a person does has consequences. So we left off saying, oh, what about Midas Arachamim? Where does mercy come in? So we said that there are three things that Hashem does which gives us um, Rachamim. Number one is He doesn't, he doesn't um, knock us down right away, He gives us time. Right? Every time a person does an Avera, Hashem doesn't say, okay, that's it, I'm getting you. He gives you time. Second thing is, is that even when you, there are consequences, Hashem has, uh, doesn't give it very strong, but He gives it little by little. And the third is, is that there's something called tshuva. I could take something that I did in the past, and I could change it. And then He says over here, where are we up to over here? In, in, uh, I know a mine. He says, He says, there is something that a person can uh, connect himself to din in this rachamim. And that is the fact that um, I'm in pain and I regret. So that takes over the enjoyment that I did with the Avera that I did. So even though it doesn't make sense that just because I'm doing tshuva, it will knock out the Avera, but it could be that since I'm regretting and since I have pain from the regret, so that will take place for the Avera that I did. And he says, mm-hmm. Right, Hashem giving us time doesn't mean that He just says, oh, I'm giving you a free pass. He gives you, He has patience. But at the end of the day, I say like a credit card. Okay, you don't feel it when you swipe the credit card. But at the end of the day, you're going to have to pay for it. So too, Hashem right away doesn't, doesn't punish you, but eventually if you don't, do tshuva, it's going to be a problem. Basically, Hashem has mercy and He takes a little bit that we give and He puts it into a lot. Each one has a logic that makes sense. Just to say, eh, God doesn't care, He doesn't care. It doesn't make a difference. Of course not. Hashem is not going to look at it. It doesn't make sense. It's impossible to say that Hashem is going to just ignore. The only thing you could say is that Hashem, and this I've said to many of you guys many times, yeah, you get your free passes. But when are your free passes up? Could be you have free passes. He says, oh, your childhood, high school, I give you all that, but at what time does he say, okay, buddy, you're 19 years old, you're 20 years old, you're 18 years old, you're 21 years old, you're 25 years old. At what point do you have to start paying for anything you've done? And if a person can't escape these three ways, so if you don't do tshuva, if you don't take advantage of the time that he gives you, if you don't go ahead and change yourself, 
then Hashem Marichape, Chazal say, Marichape, he's got patience. But at the end of the day, he's going to collect whatever belongs to him. Nimtza, Shein Ladam Roitzelifkoch Enav. Oh, here we go. This is the end of the parak, and then we begin the next parak. Is that somebody who wants to open up his eyes on his life, he can't seduce himself enough. Meaning, if you think about one of these three reasons, you will be motivated. And therefore, you will be meticulous. The only reason you're not going to be meticulous is if you don't think about one of these things. If someone thinks about these things, it'll help him be more careful in his life. Okay, here we go. One of my favorite... Uh, uh, concepts coming up right now. Now, let's say a guy says, okay, I'm motivated. I want to change. I want to grow. I'm interested. How come he can't get his act together? Why not? Says the Basil Sharm, I'll tell you why. There are three primary reasons why I want to change. I want to try and change, but I can't. Ready for this, guys? Number one, I'm too busy. I don't got time. I'm busy, busy, busy. You can be busy doing nothing, but you're busy. You're busy, busy, busy. That's number one. Second reason is Second reason is is that we have ADD. What does that mean? I get distracted very, very easily. So I hear a great shear. I want to make a change. I hear about the death of somebody. Something's here to affect me. And then what happens? Oh, the Yankees won the World Series. Yeah, the, uh, the weather's like this. Oh, well, which we're going to learn about that. Right? We get distracted. So I might want to be serious, but I get distracted very quickly. Number three, peer pressure. Number three, I want to change. And he's going to go through all of them. All of them. All of them. Here he goes. A person is so busy. He's so busy that his brain locks him in to thoughts, and that I'm not free to think the way I want to. I want to think. And I can't act the way I want to act because I'm so busy being distracted by all these things. God willing, when we get to this in the morning, we'll talk about this a lot. That's one of the major things that we have nowadays. We're distracted, 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 distracted. And we can, we're not able to keep focus. Chill out. Don't work so hard. Not don't work so hard in what you're doing. Don't work so hard in all these outside things. Work hard on changing yourself and growing and connecting to yourself to Torah. As he says, You don't need to be so busy working that you're so busy working, you don't have time to do anything that's important in your life. How many people forget about their children, forget about their families, all in the name of work, work, work. That's why I have to focus on Ruchnius, on Torah. Like we said before, that you need this to be careful. You have to know Torah is R. It's the light. And it gives you light to say, whoa, what is this world about? If you want to be careful, you got to learn Torah. If you do not learn Torah, I always say this over, the Baal can be inspired by a Friday night meal. Baal can get inspired by a guitar song by Shlomo Karbach. Baal can be inspired by the Kotel. Baal can be inspired by anything. Until he sits and he learns Torah, 
He has no connection to, to Judaism. Until you sit and you open up Torah, you can't connect yourself. That's what he says. It's impossible to become a chassid if you don't know any Torah. Why is this? This is fundamentals in Judaism. God created a Yetzirah. Yetzirah means I want... The, everything the outside world has to offer me. That's called the Yitzhahara. What did he say? He says, I, w- I have a way to battle that. What is the way to battle it? Torah. I gave you Torah that will help you battle your Yitzhahara. If God didn't create, God created your Yitzhahara. God created all your problems. So what did he say? I have an Yitzha for you. You know what the Yitzha is? I have advice for you. The advice is, you learn Torah. Right? When it comes to being in medical school, a guy's going to go ahead and say what? Oh, you go to the doctor. The doctor says what? I'll give you this medicine. You say, no, I'm going to Google it. I'm going to Google it myself. I'm going to give my own medicine. They'll lock you up in a mental institution. What are you talking about? This guy went to medical school. He knows what he's talking about. But when it comes to Judaism, I know about Judaism. You know nothing about Judaism. What do you know about Judaism? If a doctor has to go to school for eight years to know how to prescribe you uh, a amoxicillin uh, a when, when you have strep, so how do you expect yourself to know Judaism by Googling? You don't even do Google Judaism. But what God says, the only way to save yourself from anything is to know Torah. And he says, someone who says, eh, I don't need Torah, you will never be able to fight your Yetzirah if you're not connected to Torah. Yetzirah is very strong in a person. He will take over your life. And if you don't, if you decide, oh, I'm going to read this book and read that book and I'll do this and all that, but you as a Jew with a neshama don't learn Torah, so only when it's too late you'll be dead and you'll have all your tithes with you as we know if you don't learn Torah and have the Torah help you make yourself a better person good luck he says this is what he says he says a guy goes to the doctor right you go to the doctor the doctor tells you take this medicine he says no he knows nothing about being a doctor. Right? I even said you Google it. At least you can get in, in Wikipedia or something. Here a guy goes in and says, no, I'm not taking it. So you, 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 there's no one crazier than that. He says, 10 minutes, 30 seconds. The one who gave you Yetzirah, tells you how to get away from the Yetzirah. And the only way to get out of the Yetzirah is to connect yourself to Torah and stop being busy with all the other things. That's number one in the Mesil Sisharim and why we don't change. We don't change. I want to change. I want to change. I want to change. I want to change. Until you step in the base marriage and you actually see it. There's already, we'll post this afterwards. I want to finish the shir and then we'll just talk about it for a second. Shem should help us. Ten minutes. Ten minutes of Mesil Sisharim a day keeps the Yetzirah away at bay. Keeps him far away. Hashem will help us all that all the words that we just read will go into our bodies, our minds, our souls, and will change us for the better.